Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I'm your host, Dan Hoppin', and this episode is brought to you by my sponsor, Certified Piedmontese. I have a great offer for you, so stick around later in the episode. I want to get that to you. But first, let's get to my guest today. So a lot of the time, I like to start these podcasts by asking my guests what makes their establishment stand out from others like it in Omaha. So, like what a coffee shop is doing differently than other coffee shops or what makes a pizza joint crust stand out from the rest of the competition. But I can't really do that with today's guest because her business really has no equivalent in Omaha or from what I can tell in all of America. And just a few months ago, she actually opened a brick and mortar of her establishment off 180th and Q. This is Rachel Van Buskirk, the owner of Deviled Egg Company. Rachel, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, no pun intended. I'm very excited to be here. Um, Oh, there we go. The first of what might be many egg puns. Oh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) So it might sound obvious from the name, but I just want to give you an opportunity to introduce listeners to your product and your business for the first time. So I'm sure that you've done this millions of times before. (laughs) Let's make this one million and one. How would you describe Deviled Egg Company to somebody who hasn't experienced it yet? So Deviled Egg Company is the first and only company in the nation that sells solely deviled eggs, but not just your regular deviled eggs. They're crazy, gourmet, completely off the wall, unique, different flavors, different flavored eggs than you've ever had. Um, we, we, the fillings are different. We, we, the, I mean, everything about them, it's like, they're like the cupcake of appetizers, kind of. We can change the way that the bases taste, the toppings taste. I mean, we play with dessert, de- dessert deviled eggs. There's just, it's it's kind of um, an endless, amazing, creative experience. Um, I don't know how else to describe it. No, that's perfect. I think what's really cool about what you do is you have like this wildly unique concept where you're putting like cheeseburgers and bagel flavorings and stuff yeah. alongside deviled eggs yet they're still very reminiscent of the original product. And Mm -hmm. I want to get into that further later on uh, in the episode. But I want to start by hitting on the idea of nostalgia because everybody's familiar with deviled eggs. This is something that you've had at Easter or Thanksgiving or an outdoor barbecue with your family. Like everyone, when you think of a deviled egg, like there are memories that Mm -hmm. come to your mind. Yeah. How much do you think nostalgia plays into your company's success? I think that is the leading factor in success to what we're doing. We we have found this niche that, you know, so many, there are so many brilliant entrepreneurs and so many people coming up with amazing ideas every day, new concepts, new things. And the biggest challenge is is educating the public on what it is that you're doing. So for us to have this amazing, cool concept that the entire world already knows and understands is the driving factor to, I think, our immediate success. But um, the nostalgia, it it pulls on the emotional, like, string. You know, it's this... Um, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, it's it's a great topic of conversation because everybody has that person in their family that makes the deviled eggs. And, right. it, and it, you know, it, it brings people back. And I think that we're getting, and I think the world's changing so rapidly. And like the younger generation, it's a lot more common for them to not have a regular home-cooked meal or even on holidays, things aren't what they were when even we were growing up. And so um, to for for the, the general public to be able to go and, and get a piece of that any time of the year and get that feel good 
experience is like, I don't know, it's neat. I think it, I think it does play a huge role in, in just um, how, f- how fast this has been exposed to Omaha and how little we've really worked at the marketing side of it so far. So mm-hmm. um, I think you brought up an interesting point there in that the people of this generation, I think even like our generation, we're not usually the ones who are making the deviled mm-hmm. eggs. Like when you think of who's bringing the deviled eggs to grandma yeah it's grandma or it's our aunt sally it's Mm -hmm. mom it's something like that and that brings up a quote that i found you had uh in a tv interview you said everyone loves deviled eggs and no one wants to make them Mm -hmm. did you see an opportunity where this is something that people really like but for whatever reason the current generation isn't out there like making deviled eggs so this was an opportunity to not only come in and provide them with that original product put a fun spin on it and be like deviled eggs are great but they can be more than what you remember from easter yeah yeah um well it comes now it's coming from almost everybody who walks through our door um they they all have that it's the exact same it was like that aha moment when i was like everybody loves these and no one wants to make these i mean back back when i was when i kind of right before I started the business and was making these for people regularly, that was the thing that they kind of said. It was like, man, I love these. My wife won't make them or my mom refuses to make them. And they're just such a hassle. And I think that it, it circles around to like our generation and the people younger than us too, um, that time is so much more valuable nowadays. And that's time's never more valuable than it was previously, but we're in such a fast paced world that something like this, that takes so much finesse and time to make. Um, I don't know. It, um, it's just, it's just people don't, people don't want to in, in, invest their energy or time into something for one bite or two bites, you know. Um, and now you can do it for them. And now we can do it for them, yes. And we've, and we are not doing anything special. Just so everybody knows, we peel everything by hand. I mean, whenever, when you're paying a dollar for a deviled egg from us, you're paying for a lot of employees who are coming to work. We, we hire kids that aren't, um, you know, high schoolers that can't get jobs other places. I mean, we're working on starting. All kinds of, um, uh, I would like to have, you know, opportunities for, um, like, disability, people with disabilities, and um, there's just, there's so much we can do with this. Uh, but anyways, that, that's, I sidetracked a little bit, so I apologize. <laughs> no, it's all good. But yeah. Uh, so we've done a lot of talking about how creative your spins on deviled eggs are, but we haven't actually gotten into the individual flavors, so I want to mm-hmm. do that now. Okay. Um, I think I saw online your best sellers, and correct me if I'm wrong. Your best sellers are the walking taco and the Cali roll. Yeah, so for sure. So that's a take on kind of the walking taco is like, you know, taco ingredients and Dorito crumbles, and then the Cali roll is just it is wild, but yeah. it works. It's yeah. like sushi and a deviled egg had a baby together, which makes no sense, yeah. and yet you taste it and it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. But I want to know, Rachel, what are your personal favorites? Um, I would say from our original, our OG menu before we had the store, um, my two favorites were the sriracha bacon. That mm. was kind of the one that started it all. It was like, threw it together. I thought, man, this is good. And people loved it. It was like that inspiring combo that everyone just jumped on. And I was like, okay, this is fun. I could do some other things. And then the um, backyard barbecue was the public's probably favorite and mine. Um, and then now I would say we did just launch a chicken Caesar salad deviled egg. And that one's really good. But I could eat a Caesar salad every day. Um, and then our Reuben deviled eggs really good too. I was going to say, like I, I want to shout out the Reuben. The yeah. Reuben is legit. And it's an Omaha staple too. You know, like it was it, made it's here. Just, it's, a st- it's a perfect marriage. Yeah. yeah. 
And the other one that I wanted to mention, the everything seasoning. Yeah. The way it tastes like a bagel and a deviled egg. Yeah. And it's it's very odd, but it's it's delicious. Yeah. I don't know why, but I, I absolutely loved that the one. Perfect breakfast combo. I had a gal that um that was working along really closely with me for the last year. Um she's not, not working with the company now. Uh but uh it was her that was her, all her idea and it was it was a great one people love it well i'm thankful to her yeah she did a great job (laughs) so the obvious follow-up here is how do you come up with these wild flavors like what's the what's the process from ideation to finished product that's coming on the menu um i think that initially it was and i guess still we kind of still go by this we find food combinations and flavor profiles and items, types of food that people already recognize and they're familiar with. So the, 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 the biggest challenge with this is getting people in the mindset that a deviled egg can be something different than the way that your grandma made it. And it has to be familiar enough for them to want to actually try it. Cause it, you know, when you think about, I think the hardest one for, like you mentioned, for people to wrap their heads around is that Cali roll. It's like, a, are you fish in an egg? And this is just like, no, it just seems kind of weird, but you eat it and it's mine. It's just like life changing. Um, so for, for me, you know, the first couple flavors that were on the menu were kind of obvious ones. You know, I'd, um, I'd take some recommendations from people that I knew. They're like, oh, I love, and I, I, you know, I love chicken wings. So I was like, okay, well, let's just, that's an easy combination. You know, people eat deviled egg. I'm thinking, what would I, what would a normal guy want to eat while he's watching a football game? You know, and it's like, well, chicken wings, chicken wings are good. So I was like, well, let's do a, uh, what do you, you know, what do you dip your wings in? Well, blue cheese. I'm like, okay, let's do buffalo blue cheese. And then we, we had chicken in that originally. And then I changed it to just a buffalo blue cheese and then a buffalo chicken ranch. And then barbecue. Everyone knows barbecue. So I'm like, a backyard barbecue at a picnic. Okay, what goes on a barbecue sandwich? Pickles and, you know, and then we use barbecue sauce. I don't know. It just kind of comes to me. There's been a lot of, a lot of trial and error. And we have, we have had some bad, literally bad eggs. Like, like, I mean, they, they don't all turn out great. And it's, um, it's a lot of, a lot of kind of research and development, which is great. Cause I love the creative outlet. I mean, and then also just like forcing my husband to eat random, really weird concoctions and seeing his reactions always fun. Sometimes I'm purposely don't make them that delicious just to see what he does, but I'm kidding. <laughs> Got to test that honesty uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah. We did a peanut butter and jelly one. That was a little bit of a bust. Oh boy. Yeah. It was, that, that it is, needed it's some bold. Tweaking. It was, it, yeah. We, yeah. And then we have like, when we have, we have a couple like younger um, high schoolers that come and help us peel and stuff and they have the most creative ideas. I mean, and the things that they're seeking are so different from what I would I would eat or even ever think to try. And so they come up with just the crazy stuff. I'm like, well, let's try it. You know, it's not like, what's stopping us? And so it's just just a fun thing to, can always do something different with them. What's an example of that? Uh, a crazy one that one of the high schoolers brought up. Uh, well, the peanut butter and jelly was definitely okay. one of theirs. <laughs> that was like, they're like, yeah, that'd be great. I'm like, you guys are nuts, but all right. Like, if you want to try them. And they ate it. They didn't complain, but I was like, oh, I can't. I can't do this. It needed a different texture. But And so much of it isn't just flavor. It's like mouthfeel. You know, you have all these right. other layers and elements that go into, you know, each individual recipe. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that can I, be great or great or really bad. <laughs> I, I think it's also, this is important an important moment to point out that you guys' traditional deviled eggs are very good as well. So if somebody's listening to this and they're just like, I am a traditionalist, I don't want tacos on my deviled eggs, I don't want burgers or barbecue or anything, just your base deviled egg is the best deviled egg I've ever had. Oh, thank you. I mean, you do it professionally, so it probably shouldn't be surprising, but it's very, very good. So even if you're not into 
creative flavors or anything, this is still an awesome option for you. Thanks. So, obviously, deviled egg is a very distinct flavor, like we said, that is tied to memories. Like, it's when you taste, like, there's nothing that tastes quite like a deviled egg. Mm -hmm. That's a very distinct flavor profile. I feel like you have to walk a very thin line between taking these new flavors and introducing them in a way that you can taste them and they're present, but they don't overshadow that original deviled egg flavor. How did you find that balance, especially early on when you're first starting to develop some of those first recipes? Um, You know, I think it was out of more out of simplicity initially, which also helped keep the general flavor profile, like kind of, kind of build that brand and that base of, yes, this is a, this is a deviled egg, but it's just a little, a little more fun, a little different. Um, but you know, you can, I mean, we only had so many people helping. We we could only make so much at a time. It was almost like, okay, well we need to be able to do six different flavors, but we need to use a lot of the same ingredients. And so we do, we have kind of a a base that we start with on a lot of these, um, kind of some, some just, um, standard, you know, seasonings and brands of different um, herbs and spices and things that we use in every egg type. Um, and then we built from there. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, we just, I don't know. <laughs> it, we, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it was kind of just luck. I mean, I hate to say it, but it was a fun idea. And, you know, I, I was able to come up with flavors that the general public just really liked. And it was like, okay, and you get a winner and then you, a couple that don't work and then you get another winner. And you just, I kept accumulating those winners over the last four years and was able to really build a solid menu that um, people love. So. What is it like to watch someone eat one of your eggs for the first time, especially one of the ones that is a little bit more creative, like the Reuben or the Cali roll and just kind of see that that moment that we've talked about, yeah. that moment where it's like, this shouldn't work, yeah. but it's working. What is that like for you? It is a high. Like, there's no other way. That is that is why we, like, I do what I do every day. Like, that, to be able to share your creativity and then to see somebody else, like, the just the, the fireworks. And it's like, they just, that aha moment where they're like, what in the hell? And I just, what, what is happening right now? And then that, the smile and the, oh my gosh, I can't even believe this is real. And then they do the deviled egg dance and it's like a thing. And they, they just like, don't even know, you know, like it's common for when people eat something they really, really like, they can't help but dance. You'll, they do it. It doesn't matter. It's, it could be at a steakhouse. Just if you watch people, a little shoulder shake. Yeah, yeah. I, it is. Um, and, and that is the, that is what the driving factor in this. And I think that's looking back on my career in food and beverage I, I really, really loved like, you know, mixology and cocktails and, and, and those, that side of it. And every time I made a killer cocktail and you saw someone go, oh my gosh, this is so good. Like, it feels good. You know, that's like, that's what you do this for is to like, to just bring something new and blow people's minds. Like that's, that's so fun because it's so rare nowadays, you know, to, to have something totally new and different, I mm-hmm. think, but well, you had a lot of people doing the deviled egg dance mm-hmm. over the holidays. I think I saw you had you sold over twenty thousand deviled yeah. eggs over Thanksgiving, yeah, which it was is just crazy. insane. It was crazy. Our poor staff—they <laughs> they did an amazing job. But oh my gosh, I mean, we we had one mess up, just one out of all the orders. That's so incredible. It was, it was incredible. It was incredible. Like, ugh. I mean, it could have been a total catastrophe. Honestly, we were only open a couple of weeks and. Um, we're still learning we had a lot of pre-orders. We'd done events in the past and wholesaling, but we never had just walk-ins. So when you add that on top of like this pre-order and trying to stay organized with a whole lot of people who have just 
come on board and they're learning. Um, they did an amazing job. I have a, I have a killer crew. Like they're great. They're awesome. Okay. So if you want to meet that killer crew, I think this is a good point in the episode. People have been teased. They've heard about these devil eggs. Like, okay, I got to try these. So I want to, I tried to make a list of all the places that you can get these, but okay. I, I want to run them by you just to make sure. sure that I have everything. So you can go to the Devil Egg Company has a physical location after or off of 180th and Q now. Yep. You can order online, so like for catering and events, this is a great option for that. Mm-hmm. You guys have, uh, I don't know if a food truck is the right word, but it, kind of like a mobile delivery yeah, like device. Yeah, a food trailer. I mean, yes, it's a okay. food trailer. Yeah, yeah food that's trailer. perfect. <laughs> um, you just struck up a deal with Oscars, mm-hmm. so at both... Um, Oscars Pizza and Wings, both locations of that. You can order deviled eggs. I know that you've done some type of like pop-up events at local breweries, like the Beer to Brewer and stuff like that. Am I am I missing any? Um, we uh, we do wholesale. We, wholesale, we sell our yes. two packs to Hardy Coffee Co. So you mm. can get in there. Um, we deliver once or twice a week to them, and they're just little two packs to pair with their coffee. We actually we actually partner with them on our coffee as well. So we launched coffee today at the store. And we wholesale their um, their beans, and they have a phenomenal product. So we're excited to to kind of work together on that. Um, we are working on a couple other wholesale accounts, um, a little bit larger, um, but they'll be they'll be more basic product than what you can get from us directly at Oscars right now. You can get our traditional, and then our buffalo blue cheese deviled eggs from there. And there, I've known those guys for a really really long time, and so it's really fun. I actually pitched the idea. <laughs> Back in 2017, before I knew anything about what I was doing, I was like, guys, put this on your menu. And I, I didn't know anything about wholesale. I, I mean, I've learned a lot in four years. So to think back, and they're like, yeah, well, they're nice about it. It's like, well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know how this will work, you know. And they're like, just think about this stuff. And then I, it was like really fun and four years later to be like, boom, we opened the store. I'm like, let's do this. And they were really excited. So it, it's been really neat. To That's just cool to see it. Finally, because, yeah, circle. yeah. I, I was always like, I just want to be on Oscars menu. I just think they do such a great job. Maybe we need a pizza deviled egg. Yeah. I'm sure you've had that idea before. That's not a novel Cold concept. Cold pizza? No, well, so when we do the dine-in soon in February, we will offer some, like, hot options that aren't aren't your standard ones. You'll be able to come in and order them, like, sushi, and they'll be it'll be much more full service. We'll have crazy cocktails and different types of charcuterie boards and things that you can come in. And it's going to be called the Rotten Egg Lounge after 7. So it'll be a, the whole environment will switch. It'll be, like, a kind of just a swanky, weird, fun adult place that you can come and and just have a cool date night and okay i was gonna i was gonna ask you about the future of the company later on but i think we've reached no 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 this is perfect we've reached a good spot to talk about it now can you expand on that idea that sounds amazing yeah um well the name turns some people off and i'm like well that's all right deviled eggs turn some people off so i don't don't know um i um so i've got about 20 years of food and beverage and i love i've specialized more so in kind of the high-end cocktail lounge very female friendly um you know i love i love how you know flagship group was able to expand and grow the way that they did and i i love a lot of the way that they kind of operate and so i learned a lot from just drinking there a lot and (laughs) eating at like their sushi places and um a couple months ago, right when we were we were getting the um, lease signed, my husband was like, "We were I don't know who we were talking to, but he said something about, um, he's like, well, yeah, but he made a joke about people like ordering them like sushi. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like, no, that's so great. Because we, we were always talking about how we'd have a bar someday or a lounge or whatever. And I'm like, why not just do them both? We have all these hours. We're not open at night. Like, let's just like 
do this double weird concept. It's already weird. Like, let's make it more weird and awesome. <laughs> Just and, lean into yeah, the weird. I'm Embrace sure. it. You know, if you don't feel like it, they don't, have to, they don't have to show up, but I think they'd really enjoy it. Um, anyway, so he said sushi, and then it just, like, my brain went a million miles an hour, and it was like, okay, we've got to do this. We're going to do it. They're going to order them literally, like, on a piece of paper, like sushi, and we're going to have these crazy flavors, like dessert eggs and ones that are hot, and we're going to incorporate totally, like, wild, weird appetizers that you've never had anywhere else, and then we'll have this crazy cocktail menu, and we'll smoke drinks, and we'll have dry ice, and it'll be this, like, crazy Instagrammable walk-in, like awesome. <laughs> I'm just really excited. Um, anyway, you so should be, this sounds like a really cool idea. It, it'll be really fun. And so we'll also, because we'll have our liquor license, hopefully I'm waiting for that. Um, we'll have, we'll ser- serve cocktails during the day. So, um, as well. So we have our full coffee bar with eggs and then we'll have a good egg and a bad egg menu during the day. So if you want to get like a spiked coffee, you can, because Nebraska has legalized the, as long as it has a lid on it, you can take it with you. Um, and so we'll be offering some coffee cocktails as well as like, um, uh, different, you know, more brunchy drinks and stuff during the day. And then at night, yeah, it'll be just a different environment, more, a little more, not upscale, but a little more of a date style place, total different experience than you've ever had. So yeah, I'm a little excited. Yeah, as you should. So that actually kind of, (laughs) it's funny that you mentioned date night because my introduction to deviled egg company was probably a very unique one compared to most customers. I'm imagining most people get these at a catering event or they come in and get some for like a, a family gathering or something. I actually had a coworker who got some of these at the Bearded Brewer and, okay. t- and told me about them and said they're really good. So I looked up the concept and I was like, I'm going to do something weird. <laughs> so I, I asked my wife, I was like, is it okay if we do kind of a different date night tonight? And she, she didn't know what we were doing. Oh, really? And I just brought her into Devil Egg Company, and we got one of every flavor for each of us. Yeah. And we actually sat in there and ate each of them and, like, ranked them on a sheet of I, paper. I that. that was awesome. And then we compared at the end. And it was really fun yeah. because, like, A, we had so many of those moments like you were talking about where we just kind of, like – Made eye contact. Yeah, we, what just happened? We like took a bite. Yeah, and then just looked at each other and like, oh my gosh, is that a Reuben? And yeah. it, it was really fun. But then when we looked at our lists afterwards, like I think they weren't perfectly aligned, but they were almost perfectly in unison. Like none were more than two or three spots off from one another. So that was just like, it was just really fun and yeah. weird and <laughs> interesting. It was a different date night for us. Yeah. I guess I, I say that long story to like, to ask does anyone like come in and eat inside the inside the restaurant, or or my wife and I just really weird? No, people? you're not. I, they, we do. We have people that, and we we're learning the last couple weeks to ask because like, it's for here to go. Because you know there are people who are like, yeah, we're just we're hanging out. Like we're gonna come eat these now, and um, <laughs> and it's. I think for us, we're still we open so quickly that we don't have like the proper plateware yet and all that kind of stuff so we're like we've got plastic forks and some napkins and you want to go for it we were happy to serve you um and but yeah we did we had i mean yesterday because we had some good um publicity this last week but we had we were really busy yesterday and every table was full we had people sitting down everywhere and they were all just like opening the plastic trays and they were like this is great you know they're talking to each other about the eggs they liked and it was just really fun to see it kind of just go that direction and know that, okay, there's, there's potential with what we're going to be doing in February. I think it'll be really cool yeah. and successful. I can't wait to see what that em- em- 
evolves into. Uh, yeah. We're hoping me. we're hoping to be able to actually have the grand opening to the Rotten Egg Lounge on Valentine's Day. So it'll be a reservation only, and you'll be able to come in, and we'll have, like, a crazy set menu with all the different flavors. And, you know, like, to your point, maybe the way that you guys did that is, is the way we should try to structure that first night, you know, on a Valentine's Day, do something totally... Could, exceptional it could be fun yeah. it worked for my <laughs> wife and i but yeah. we're just two people but we we had a good date like night deviled egg bingo or something gotta figure out like which egg you've Ooh, got see there you go <laughs> there's all kinds of crazy it, stuff you can you go do. all kinds of different directions with this yeah. i love it yeah. hey there listeners we'll get back to my guest in a minute but i gotta remind you one more time about certified piedmontese i love when restaurant menus list all the different producers and farms where their meats cheeses and vegetables arrive from it gives me confidence that i'm eating a quality product because the restaurant is proud to attach its name to the brand. The same goes for beef, and that's one of the main reasons why I love Certified Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese is farm-to-fork traceable as it purchases its cattle from a trusted network of family ranches in the Midwest. All Certified Piedmontese beef is raised without hormones, steroids, or antibiotics, and it's 100% source verified by where food comes from incorporated. And when you buy Certified Piedmontese, you know where your food is coming from and why it tastes so good. Place your order today on Piedmontese.com with my promo code HOPPEN, H-O-P-P-E-N, and feast on delicious, safe cuts of beef with confidence. And now, back to my guest. Okay, so we've done a lot of talking about the present. We've done some talking about the future, but I feel like we need to go back to the past. I want you to take me to the beginning I believe you were working at a bar and you started making deviled eggs back in 2017. Can you just kind of take me back to that point and where Deviled Egg Company got its genesis? Hmm. Um, So, yep, I was running a bar um, back then and it didn't have a kitchen. And so I, um, and I had, do have a little bit of a culinary background. I'm no like Michelin star chef. I just went because my husband um, and I were looking at purchasing, there were a couple of different bars in the past that we were planning to purchase. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't want the kitchen to be able to, you know, I didn't want to be, I wanted to be able to run the kitchen if, if I couldn't have, if I didn't have the right staff. Anyway, so um, we need to build business on Sundays. My boss asked me to, you know, work them and build them up. And I thought, okay, well, um, his mom in the past used to make these kind of big brunches for everybody on Sundays. And so I'm like, okay, I can cook for people. I know how to do that. I can be catered. Um, and so I started making these kind of elaborate brunches and at first they were really elaborate. They always did have deviled eggs just because I know the, the general clientele there would love them and it was just an easy thing I could throw together. Um, but it wasn't, I wasn't like the person that everyone thought should bring these to the holidays. Like, you know, I, I didn't have a reputation for deviled eggs. It's not like I grew up being this egg You lady. weren't the deviled egg No, lady, yeah. no. I mean, I always cooked and I always had something weird and fun to bring to different events and stuff, but, um, but it wasn't like my niche or my specialty for any, by any means. Um, it'd be a more exciting story. I think it was, but, uh, so I was making these big elaborate lunches. Well, over a couple of weeks, we like quintuple business. There was people waiting outside to the door. Like, what's she going to bring this Sunday? Just cause it's a free meal Sunday. They're like bringing their wives and it was just fun. Well, as business grew, my budget didn't change. And so you've got now 50, 60 people that you're trying to feed on what I, how much cash I had. I'm like, I can do bread. I can do eggs. What am I going to do? Um, and so I had planned out, you know, my brunches for like a month and I'm like, well, I can't do this one or this one. I'm like, I was going to do a taco bar. 
why not do like a taco flavored deviled egg bar? Because I know they love the deviled eggs. I can make a ton of deviled eggs with the budget I have. And then I threw some other things out there. Um, and when they walked in and saw, saw the eggs, it was uh, a little bit of a, I think some of them were a little offended. <laughs> they were bad. They're like, we showed up for this. Um, but then they all started trying them and it was like, I mean, they were grabbing plates full and they were just like talking about how amazing this is. They're like, we've never even thought of, I mean, it was like just like the same mind blowing effect that we have today with all, with people who try the product. And so that was really like the first moment where I was like, I don't know that anybody's really capitalized on this. You know, like I love the business, like entrepreneurial side of, of just the food and beverage as well. And so it wasn't so much that I'm super passionate about making deviled eggs. I found a niche and a product that I could have this this wildly, you know, extreme creative outlet through without a whole lot of, you know, it, it just it just really like it just clicked. I don't know. It made sense. And when they were eating them, they go, like, well, "What kind of eggs are you going to bring next week?" It was like, "What's the next flavor?" And I'm like, "That's a good question." And so I started, you know, researching different, you know, different recipes online. Nothing was really that crazy at the time. I was like, oh, "I could. I'm just going to come up with my own." So I made three more, and that next Sunday, you know, these customers, like a majority were a little bit older. They have no problem telling you what they think maybe <laughs> uh, can be a little hurtful. So we turned the criticism into um, constructive criticism, and I, um, after about a week, two weeks of the different flavors, we did a focus group on Sundays, and so I would bring in, like, you know, three different flavors. They'd tell me what they liked, what they didn't like. If it was too salty, what would you pay for this? I mean, it just, it turned into this event, like, extravaganza on Sundays, and um, and then about a month and a half, I'd say, after that is when I actually established the LLC. That was when people were wanting to buy them, and they were, and I'm like, I can't just keep, I can't sell these people, not an egg product, you know, you, you make someone sick and your whole life's over. So um, I subleased Rookie's Bar and Girls Kitchen. And that was in September of 2017. The owners were amazing. They literally, oh my gosh. If I first franchise, I'm sending those guys a huge check. Um, but they, they leased it to me for $50 a month. It was oh, like, wow. yeah. I mean, it was there like angels. Um, yeah, it was just really, really neat. So that was the beginning. Um, and we did, my husband and I, just through word of mouth. So that was September we just started kind of making them there and doing the research and figuring out, like, how are we going to do this on a mass scale? You know, I, 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 we prefer, obviously, we still peel all our own eggs. We, we don't want a product that has a lot of preservatives or, you know, I still, I, as much as they are crazy and we use all these, you know, bacon and things, I still do want to have a healthy approach and meet dietary restrictions and stuff like that for, for people because that's a huge, you know, it's like a, this just wave of food allergens and things it seems like nowadays that, that didn't seem to exist back in the day even though I'm sure they did. Um, anyway, so we were trying to just figure this out. We had like five, six weeks, and then like Thanksgiving's rolling around. And so um, that Thanksgiving, we, my husband and I made 2,500 deviled eggs. Oh my like gosh. just him and I. And one little like kitchen egg mixer to mix. And we were in that, in that rookie's little kitchen, oh my gosh, like overnight. And then the whole day, we, we didn't sleep for 24 hours. And then Christmas rolled around, and we did 5,000. And... <laughs> It was, it was still nuts. just you two again, still just us two. We never spent a dime on marketing, nothing. It was just word of mouth. And, um, and then we were getting a lot of, you know, suggestions and things like that. And, and it was, it was at that moment that it was like, this is something, this is really, this is really could be something. And meanwhile, we're researching and we can't find anybody that does this. No one. I couldn't worldwide. There was one guy I found in Florida that had a little food truck for like a couple months and maybe like 30 social media followers, and he was out of business. Like, that was it. So I'm like, how has no one done this? How has no one capitalized on this 
this so this product everyone's so familiar with and everyone loves. Like this can't be a bad idea if we have this kind of demand. You know, Honey Bake Hams they they're successful and they're a holiday product and a holiday company. Um, anyway, so we you know everything was growing and going in a great direction. Um, you know, life happens. We were in our twenties. We'd just been married, and um, there just we there just really wasn't that right time over the last couple of years to to go all in. And so, um, so we did put it on hold and I worked on some other projects throughout this, always knowing in the back of my mind that this was what I wanted to do. Um, anyway, and so that was a little bit of history on it. <laughs> well, I think it is, it is just so crazy. Like you mentioned that, that no one else has done this before because it is so rare to, in today's world to like, to find something completely novel and be like the first to yeah. do it. Yeah. So to have that is is really interesting and you know you mentioned you start it or it didn't really even start it but you just were making deviled eggs and you got this huge response and then you put it on hold a little bit over those last couple years was there kind of not a fear but almost that feeling in the back of your head like I hope someone else doesn't figure this out before (laughs) absolutely you know you get to talking and you tell somebody about it or you know like yeah I had the deviled egg company I owned the company the whole time but and you'd get those random people that like Oh, and then, you know, they, like, I actually had a friend, um, and he's, he's my, he's, he's like, let me just be your intern. He's a little bit older. He helped, um, develop a lot of the, like, Subway's franchise. So he's, he's very familiar and he's, and he's retired, but, you know, I would have, you know, talks with him like once a week kind of about this and how excited I was. And he was like, I just love to help you. And he's a sweet, great guy. Um, and he tried to get a hold of me a couple of times over the last like year and a half. And I hadn't just hadn't gotten back to him. I was working on a project or a development project with a group in Ralston. Anyway, um, I finally, one day, um, I decided that I was going to, you know, branch off and focus on this. And I thought I had his voicemail and I'm like, I'm just going to give Jim a call. Like I should have called him back and I call him and he's like, I'm so glad you called. I was just, I was just about to have a meeting with somebody because this, this concept needs to be, it needs to happen. And he's like, and I was just about to pretty much give the idea to somebody else. He's like, cause I just think this is, you just got to do it, you know? And so, um, luckily I caught him just in time. Um, but yeah, I mean, this isn't, there's nothing proprietary about what we're doing, you know? So there is that, that fear and that sense of urgency. Like we have got to get this thing growing, grow it and grow it as fast as we can, but also be the best with this product and maintain the quality over that growth, which is, I think the biggest challenge, you know, you, a lot of people sacrifice quality whenever they grow. So. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So what was your first event? Not just making a bunch of Thanksgiving or Christmas deviled eggs in, in rookies kitchen, but like your first <laughs> devil's egg company is released to the public. Like Ooh. it's forward facing. What was your first event and what do you remember about it? Gosh, everything kind of slowly happened. Like we had a couple little marketing things. We had a table, but the first like food truck event, that was, that was the real in my mind that stands out. Um, we were at junk stock in the spring and, um, it, I mean, spring of 2020. Yeah. No, 2021. 2021. We didn't do any, we didn't have that food truck until the fall of 2020 and it wasn't wrapped and ready to go until spring. Okay. And so we did a lot of events this last spring, but, um, when it was that moment where we have this little cooler and it's a retail food truck. So everything's already packaged when you buy it there, we can't build it in there. 
Um, and there's like a moment where we're sitting there and there's a line of like 40 people just like waiting and they're taking photos and selfies with it. And I like, I would, I wish I would have had my GoPro set up. So I could have just like filmed these responses. And it, it was, I mean, almost every, the first off, the kind of comments they were making were just awesome. You know, they're like, my grandma, these are way better. They're just, they're going on and on about the, the cursing. There's a lot of cursing, but in a good way, <laughs> they're like, holy bleep, you know, this is amazing. I can't believe this is real. Or is this a lot of that is this real? Is this are these really deviled eggs? Like, oh my gosh, they're running and grabbing their friends. I mean, we sold out. I don't know how many times, just trying to keep up with the demand. Um, you know, and that event was actually not as successful as a lot of theirs had been, which we found out in the fall. We were like, oh, okay, now this is this is what junk stock really is. Um, but yeah, just just to see the reactions, and then they would walk away. They're gonna eat them, and then they come back, and they're like. They're just thumbsing everybody up. They're high-fiving us. They're like, this is just the best thing ever. And, you know, they're asking, is it a franchise? Where is this from? You know, there's people from all over. You've got to have one in Colorado. Oh, my gosh, you need to come here. And so, yeah, it was just really, it was a great feeling. It was that validation that I know I needed and then my team needed to go, okay, this this could really work. Um, yeah. And that was, you know, that was, it wasn't Easter. There was no holiday. It was just an event, you know, and people wanted something gluten-free and healthy and delicious. And it worked. That was awesome. Well, that that's that plays into something that I wanted to ask you about because clearly you ha- you have an idea that you think is really good and you know that the concept is really delicious. But I imagine there's there's also kind of there's that voice in the back of your head that says, "Are people really like? Is this a real concept? Are people going to get it? Yes, or sustainable? Yes, could you do this throughout the year? Yes, are they actually going to seek out? Mm-hmm crazy versions of deviled eggs or is this going to be like a novelty so to go to an event like a junk stock where there are a lot of options yeah there's a lot of stuff going on there and to have that kind of a response what did that do for your confidence (laughs) moving forward Uh, a lot um it was um it was surprising because leading like the last couple of years you know you have your assumptions and that's why you hire people to do marketing and things like that because you don't really know what until you know Um, You know, I assumed our target market was going to be, you know, women um, that didn't want to make these things for their families during the holidays or like you're trying to find something for their kids that was healthy. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I know we can do this during the holidays, but how are we going to sustain this for the rest of the year? So to know that we only got busier and like even right now, yes, we've got Thanksgiving and Christmas and that's amazing. But, you know, we're gearing up for March when events start. That is our bread and butter it's a great marketing engine for us. And then on top of that, you know, you could reach thousands. I'm just, it was, it was mind blowing to think that I had it completely wrong and backwards that just with this little trailer, we can do more in business than, than we would will ever do probably on a Christmas or Thanksgiving in our brick and mortar. It's just, it's awesome. And then, you know, then, you know, okay, if I do one of these trailers, there's a lot of events going on in just Omaha alone. And then you've got Des Moines and Sioux city and Kansas city and these places that are within a couple hours so um, our, our plan with, with this next spring is to get a couple more of those, those food trailers and to be able to knock a couple out at the same time and, you know, test the model out there and see if maybe the trailers are something we could franchise even before, you know, a, a brick-and-mortar store. But, yes, it was very helpful f- confidence-wise to, to get, you know, the revenue coming in and you're like, okay, we're not – it's not 100% labor anymore. We're going to we're, we're cut it down. Um, but, no, it was, it was really good. It, are those food trailers – like your number one marketing tactic then because that that word of mouth is I feel like your number one probably 
marketing ploy, but mm -hmm. you you get that word of mouth from the trailers, from somebody being curious and going up and trying it, and then they're going to go grab their six friends yeah. and be like, you got to come see what's going on yeah. here. Yeah, I would say I would say the the food truck is definitely was definitely the the best investment we could have ever made, and and it is it's loud, it's purple and yellow, and and it's retro looking too, which is great, but uh -huh. it also has that like fun new you know branding and you know wrap on it. Um, but yeah, I mean we did late nights at the zoo was really fun. You get a lot of young people drinking, and they just they were like this is awesome. They're telling everybody, they're buying them, <laughs> they're like taking them to go. They're seeking out. They went to the zoo just to go to Devil Bay Co. Like, we wow. had people going to events and following us from event to event. I mean, Taste to Omaha, there's, everybody in Omaha is there. And we were, we had a line, and we kept running out and kept running out, and we still have people coming to the store like, I saw you at Taste to Omaha. We can't, we can't believe you finally got a store. This is so great. When did the ideal for that physical location, which we mentioned off 180th and Q, when did that arise? Um, I've wanted a, uh, I've, I think we've needed that for some time. Um, and... It, it just, my husband and I were finally at a place where, you know, we, we saw an opportunity to, you know, sell our home with the market being what it is. Um, I had, I've, you know, had a couple really good uh, mentors and people around me that could help support in the areas that I needed help with. Um, and it just, it just kind of came to that moment where I'm like, this is what has to happen. Like, I can't, I can't keep doing my full-time job that I was doing and running this company and I had to make a decision and this has always been my passion. It was like, you know, it would, it would kill me for the rest of my life knowing I never did the, never did, never focused really on the company and gave it, gave it my full, you know, a full real shot. It would hurt a lot more to, to have never done it than to have done it and failed, you know? And, um, you know, I have a really supportive, amazing husband. And um, he was like, okay. Like, he knew it. He knew it had been killing me for four years. I was like, I, I always came back to Devil Day Co. I was like, I've got to do this. I just have to do this. And um, anyways, it was just an, a really great opportunity and good timing for us. And so we, we did. We sold the house. We quit my job. We signed a lease. And um, we're all in. So, yeah. <laughs> what, what was that feeling like? Because, Terrifying. <laughs> but, but, but exciting, too, yeah. as well, because this has been your your – passion project that's been on your mind for four years yeah i imagine that that's beyond terrifying but at the same time it also has to be like well shoot yeah. we're actually doing this yeah. this is sweet it was awesome it was a huge relief and i think so i've had a lot of employees like a lot of my employees that work with with me have been um you know have worked with me at different places in the past some of them for three years the others have been working um for the company for about a year and their enthusiasm and their passion for the company, I mean, they all have so much ownership in it. They all care so much that whenever that idea came to the table and it was like, I think this is what we're going to do. And they were like, hell yeah. They could not wait. They, it was just, yeah, it was that moment where it was like, we're finally doing this. Like, it's real. It's really real. And like, just to show them the space and see their reaction and how just, oh, it's just, you can't, how oh, you can't replicate that. It's just really cool. Yeah. Yeah. To, to finally really be legitimate. I think the store really gives us that. This is, a, this is real. <laughs> when people come into the storefront, are they, is it more like me and my wife where we came in with a plan and we're like, we heard about this place, we got to try it. Or is it more like the trailers where people are just, maybe they're driving by or they're walking by and they see it and they stumble and they're like, 
what is this place? What, what, what are the, what, like, what's the customer base like? Um, it's all over. We actually ask everybody that walks in, um, where did you hear about us? Why, why are you, have you ever had the product before? And I would say most of them had either, I would, I would say, well, I could probably look at the numbers. I bet 40% were driving by or they saw the trailer in the back and they were like, we, it, and it's so crazy to me to think nowadays to get somebody who is on their way somewhere, they're doing something to get them to literally pull their car over, pull their kids out of the car and walk in our front door just, just out of sheer curiosity. Mm-hmm. Like that's powerful. Uh-huh. I wouldn't, it would take, I don't know what it would take to get me to pull over somewhere out of, you know what I mean? To just walk in and just be like, what is this? Yeah, like, usually when you're out, you're on a mission. Yeah, you know. You have something to do. Yeah, and time, time. It's times like the, you know, everybody's, that's, that's the most valuable thing. So for someone to just take time to just go out of curiosity, that's so cool that, you know, that you've got something that freaking powerful. Um, but yeah, a lot of people, social media and word of mouth have been huge. I guess they just, they walk in and, and I think myself and our staff a lot of times forget that we have been submerged in this company for four years. And so it's like normal for us. Like, oh yeah, that's the Buffalo chicken, but we go on and on. And people's like eyes are just, they're kind of deers and headlights. I'm like, we got to slow down because people most of the time haven't had anything but a normal deviled egg. And they're still trying to like wrap their head around the concept. So I'm like, let's just explain how it works. Like we've got to like walk everybody through it. Like, you know, you can get this six pack or 12 pack. This is what it looks like. You know, not having a visual right in front of them um, is, was a challenge at first too. So we've, we've learned the best way to like, to kind of help people understand it. And then, you know, always giving samples and things like that mm-hmm. really, really help. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's neat. A lot of, a lot of drive-bys and then a lot of word of mouth. The paper has been amazing for us. The World Herald helped out a lot. We had some great news stories this year. One just, one that just happened on Thursday. Um, Channel 3 did a really good job. And um, just, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and the, the beauty of the drive-by is if is if you are passing and you're like hey i need to check this thing out you can be in and out within i would say three or four minutes mm-hmm. yeah i mean you can go in you can get like you said you can get a two-pack you can get a six-pack you can get a big order if you want whatever you want to do it's a very quick process yeah. which i think is very necessary so uh we've had an awesome conversation here uh we talked about some of the things you want to do in the future, talked about how the coffee bar recently opened. Is there anything else regarding the future of the company or things that you're excited about coming that we haven't hit on that you want to before we get out of here? Um, just that, that we, we are, you know, developing our, um, our wholesale line, um, a couple other products for, you know, local grocery stores or other bars and restaurants that might be interested in, in carrying maybe not our brand of deviled egg, but a processed fresh version of whites and yolk that they can actually create themselves. So like a high-end chef that has a nice bistro or some fine dining restaurant that wants to put their own spin on it, they can, but we've done all the hard work for you. So it's like a deconstructed whites and mix for you to make yourself. Um, so we're working on that. We're working on nationwide shipping. We've got it pretty much figured out. Um, it'll be kits, and they'll be really cool branded, like um, specialty gifts for someone you you want to send to your grandpa in California or Texas. Um, and then um, we are really we we I just got back from Texas last this last Saturday, Sunday, Friday. Um, we're looking at a manufacturing facility in North Dallas, 
So we're hoping that um, if the events, when the events go as well as we predict that they will this spring, that we'll also be able to double up and have another um, couple of trailers in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Wow. It's so nice there year-round, and it's such a, you know, once you've done this once, replicating it's not the not the challenge. Um, and so, yeah, we, we, we've got a lot going on, and we would love to be able to franchise some kind of aspect of this by the end of 2022. So, It is insane to look at and think about how far this thing has come in in such a relatively short amount of time i mean most of the general public wasn't really aware of this until like six months ago and or even more recently and to see where you guys have come and and the things that you have planned is just so incredibly exciting so Listeners, I, I would highly encourage you, even if you're not, like, I'm not a huge deviled egg person. If they're on the table, sure, maybe I'll have one. I thoroughly enjoy these. So I, <laughs> I encourage you, go visit the storefront. I would say get the traditional one to kind of get that base flavor. And then definitely, definitely get the Reuben. Definitely get the Sriracha bacon. I would recommend the Chick-fil-A egg, which I thought was a, a, a clever little play, yeah. and it works. And get the Cali roll. Like, it sounds weird. Just go with it. You're going to have your mind blown. It's going to be a fun time. Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the show today and talking about this company. This was was a really fun conversation. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This has been so great. I'm glad that you and your wife really enjoyed them. Absolutely. That was awesome. And we'll continue to enjoy them. Yeah. As always, Omaha, thanks for eating with us. A Huda Media Production.